Well, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, it is the big baby, and I'm back, and I got a special emergency podcast for you. I said we got a special emergency podcast because my man Gruden is gone. You're fired. 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 That man Gruden is gone. He and the Raiders. The Raiders. They mutually agreed to part ways. Unfortunate. Four years into a 10-year contract, John Gruden had to go sit down with Mark Davis, the owner of the team, you know, and just get the news that he's... You're fired. You're fired. And, you know, it's super interesting how, how this happened. And let's just get into a full breakdown. So last week, it, it comes out that John Gruden had some less than flattering things to say about uh, Damari Smith, uh, who runs the Players Association. Uh, he compared his lips to uh, Mitchell and Tires. Why? Well, some of you may find that hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, it's maybe not the smartest thing that one should say about an African-American, you know, I, because it's probably going to be perceived as racist. And even if it's not, it, still, but describing body parts that could be seen negatively about somebody who looks differently from you is usually Accepted as racist. Now, I I read and I was like, uh, it was distasteful. It was kind of funny, uh, kind of fucked up. But I hold people to a much lower standard than the rest of society, right? So he he said this in an email, and he said it to a good friend of his. And you know, friends talk about things together sometimes in a voice and a tone that they don't want others to hear. Now, I know some of you out there, some of you all just never mess up. Y'all say all the right things all the time. And if we audit your communications, you're good to go. You're in the clear and nothing's going to happen to you. And for those of you, you know, I applaud you. Because if we're going to be perfectly honest here, uh, I, I don't fall into that category. I can 100% tell you there are some things that I have said in, in, in group text, uh, text messages and stuff like that on the phone to people in person that I, I wouldn't want the whole world to know. So I, I preface all of that by saying that I don't necessarily judge people by these things, right? And don't think I'm about to get on here and defend John Cruden because I'm absolutely not. Uh, I'm just going to get on here and tell you that I'm just going to draw the baseline for you of of who I am and kind of how I how I see things. You know, um, we all have our skeletons in our closet. We all have our demons. And unfortunately for John Gruden, his skeletons came out because there was a um, probe into the culture set at um, at the, for the Washington football team over many many years, and that's how he got caught communicating with his guy Bruce Allen. So. New York, this is not, this is what I want. New York Times coach, Raiders coach resigns after homophobic and misogynistic emails. 
and in these emails, Gruden says some misogynist things. Some, um, you know, like I said, they 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 reported the 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 racist, the alleged racist comments. He comes out and and addresses it, right? So he addresses it. He addresses the the, the Maurice Smith comments, right? The the Maurice Smith that's hard to put together. Let me tell you, uh, he he addresses those comments. And he prefaced them saying that he was upset because of, because of how things were going with the labor negotiations uh, prior to the lockout in 2011. Let me tell you something, John Gruden. Uh, let me tell you the great thing. man. If you have to preface your apology, probably not going to work. Now, if you want to explain why you said what you said so you're giving context to that, then have at it. Do what you want. But if your goal is to apologize to someone, to someone, and and you're trying to show that you are truly sorry for your actions, creating an excuse is probably not the ideal way to go. And me personally, I could care less about your apology. I, I, I'm not a big apologize uh, apology guy. Usually people apologize for things because what they did w- was not well received. And it's not that they did not mean what they said. They just hope that the, the, there was not, they, they hope that the response to what they said is, is received. Right. So uh, I, that was terrible. That was terrible. Let me, let me word that better for you. So I don't really care about your apology. Because most times people are apologizing because of the response to the actions, but not because they're actually sorry for the acts that they committed. Okay, you may you, you may be sorry about the consequences of your of your act, but you're not sorry about what you said and what you did, and that's okay. And unfortunately for John Gruden, this happened ten years ago, 2011. Guess what? We lived in a different climate. Different words that we used in 2011 were culturally acceptable. And they're not today. And then it's hard for me to to, to cancel somebody off of private conversations. Again, because I'm guilty of saying things in private that I necessarily don't want the public to hear. I mean, that's why we go to the bathroom and we close the door. You know, that's why we close the door and turn the lights off when we have sex. I mean, I know not all of us do that, but you get the point. You know, that's why we wear clothes. Because some things are meant to be private. You don't want to show the world everything. So for those of you who are saying, well, whatever in the dark comes to the light, I mean, sure, sure, but, I mean, you're not walking around naked for a reason. But let's get back to the apology. Uh, Society, stop making people apologize because they're not sorry. They're only apologizing to appease you. John Gruden, do you really think we believed your apology? No, I don't remember saying that. Maybe you didn't remember saying it, but I know when people tell me that I said something and I don't remember saying it, I go, I don't remember saying it, but it sounds like something I would say. And and, and you know the things that you think, you know the things that you are capable of saying. So if somebody tells you you said something, there's a good chance you probably said it. But again, I'm not going to be sit here on my moral high horse because I, I can't do that. But I find it very interesting and in listening to the conversation surrounding this stuff. Right. You, you got the people talking because we knew we knew. The the 
the perceived racist comments were not going to get him fired because there is nothing wrong with being a racist in America. That that's that that that's you know that like okay he's racist uh, yeah it's he was racist ten years ago he's not racist anymore. And then most of the the commentary that came out of this behind it, you know, was fairly supportive of John Gruden. Uh, the one thing I saw as far as a personal, I'm talking about people who who interacted with this human being personally and have a relationship with him. Keyshawn Johnson was the one person who came out that I saw who, who had a scathing review of this. But their history is well documented. So it, may, it would make sense for, Key, for Keyshawn, somebody in the public eye, to say what he said. And I'm not saying that to try to uh, to take away from what Keyshawn said. I'm just saying that what what the way Keyshawn felt about this human being was validated by what came out. But not only did he have the the uh distasteful what someone called racist comments, he also had some misogynistic and he had some homophobic slurs, and you know. You know, in America, you cannot be homophobic, you cannot be misogynistic, or you're you're done. You're canceled. Fanito. And for the most part, you know, I, I don't think people should be. Oh, let me take it back. I'm not gonna say people should be canceled, because y'all know I don't believe in canceling people. Uh what I'll say is people who may not be as advanced and open in their thought processes need to be educated on how to be smarter people, right? Or not smarter people, but to be more open to beliefs that they may not subscribe to or beliefs that may not be theirs. Again, open to accepting them for others, not open to accepting them for themselves. Like, easy day. So he had some issues with, um, according to this New York Times article, he had issues with um, women referees. Um, He, he used the F word in describing uh, uh, Michael Sam and, and Roger Goodell pressuring Jeff Fisher to hire Michael Sam. Well, you know, in 2011, he's not the only person who said that. There are people who, who, who said that. I've, I've heard that before. Um, but the issue is, is that your stance appears that you are against having um, homosexual guys in your locker room, which then becomes problematic because you have the first openly gay player in your locker room in Carl Nassib. And when that came out, you were super supportive. Well, are you actually super supportive of that? Or is it something that bothers you when you go back into the coach's room or when you go home? You know, and, and again, it's, it's hard for me to hold somebody to who they who they were 10 years ago because the person that I was in 2011 and the person who I am now, two totally different people. And I think that there have been so there have been so many changes in the last 10 years of acceptance of different lifestyles, especially here in this country that if we try to hold everybody to who they were in 2010, 2011, I mean, we'd hate everybody. Uh, I mean, think about President Obama, somebody who who John Gruden was uh, critical of. He, he when he ran, he, uh, he opposed gay marriage, but then he eventually signed the bill, right? So, again, let's remember where we were in the world. And I'm saying all of that to properly contextualize this stuff, but to get to John Gruden, dog, you have to be smarter than that. 
You have to understand that there are consequences to to your actions. You have to understand that as somebody who who's at that time working for ESPN as their lead analyst, bro, you can't be putting shit like that like that in print. You probably uh, should advance your thought process, but my God, if you haven't, don't set yourself up to get caught. You know, it don't don't just put it out there so they can find it. You know. Because then what happens when you decide to leave the booth and get back into the into the locker room and now you have to stand in front of these people who you were critical of. Now you have to deal with this, this commissioner that you've been critical of. Now you have to uh, deal with these owners who you were once critical of. Now you have to deal with players who you were critical of, maybe not critical of them specifically, but of their their beliefs and their lifestyles. Because guess what? John Gruden also said that players who um, protested and kneeled should be cut. And essentially, he was saying they should be fired, but instead, they flipped the script on you and they were like, You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're-. Because here's the thing, John Gruden your words are like toothpaste. And I know we've all heard just once you take toothpaste out of the tube, you can't put it back in. And even though. I can say, man, that happened 10 years ago. This guy has not done anything to make me believe that he's this type of racist, misogynist, homophobic person. Those who may believe that he is may not change their minds because they have the evidence. It's out there, even though this happened before. Because there are people who say, right? Well, this happened before the Raiders. The, the He was a part of the Raiders, so why is he being punished for that? Because some things will still, will still reign true, and they still affect people, right? Again, the words that you say, no matter when you say them, no matter why you said them, no matter how you said them, if somebody hears them, they have the right to feel however they choose to feel about those words. So I'm sure there are things that I said years ago that somebody who listens to this podcast right now, if they heard them, they would say, oh, my God, he sucks. Fuck him. I'm not a fan. They could do that. And all I can do is say, I hope that you acknowledge the growth that's happened in my life over the last 10 years. But if I haven't showed that growth and I'm just trying to cover up, you know, then I mean, it happens. I mean, then then I deserve what what I get from that. And that's the same thing that's happened with John Gruden. Like, once you see all of the stuff comes out, you can't piss off black people. You can't piss off women. You can't piss off the uh, the LGBTQ LGBTQ plus community and think that you're going to make it, especially when you're not winning. See, here's the thing that that a lot of people aren't going to say because they have to be politically correct. If John Gruden was winning games for the Raiders, if he had shown to be a successful head coach, if he had the the respect of the locker room and they were going in a positive direction, I promise you he wouldn't have resigned or, from my beliefs, forced to resign. It's no way in hell because Mark Davis wants a Super Bowl. But because they've been below average every year that Gruden has been there, 
It's like, uh, you know what? This makes it easy. We gave you this stupid 10-year ten, ten contract. We uh, Who knows what that negotiation was to get him up out of there uh, as far as their resignation went. And, you know, it's like, uh, okay, well, we got up from under this bad contract and we can get rid of all of this negative PR because it did happen before he came to us and there was no way for us to really be aware of this. Now, here's the one thing that's kind of bothered me about some of the coverage of this conversation, though, because you've had the the these NFL people, these NFL lifers, you know, these people who, who cover the league, played in the league, talk about, you know, the league is uh, uh, this is exactly what the league has been fighting against. Yes, the players in the league are against some of those behaviors. But to act like the league has made so much progress in racial injustice and 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 just injustice towards all types of people i i think that statement is a little um i think it's bullshit if we're being honest i i don't think that there's been as many steps true steps in fight inequalities in america in the nfl uh like they try to present it as sure you you have in racism in the back of the in, of the end zones or equality or unity and the messages on the back of the helmets. I, yeah, you see all of that. But what is that really accomplishing? Yeah, it, it appears that uh, uh, in celebration of the LGBTQ plus community, uh, teams have uh, their 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 rainbow colors on their on their on their hoodies and stuff on their on their gear. Okay, cool, got it. But what is that really addressing? Is that really is that really addressing the issue? Because if you look at the number of black players versus the number of black coaches, you know, that disparity is freaking huge. If you look at the number of black players versus the number of black executives, you know, that disparity is huge. If you look at the number of minority players, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go even further here. Minority players to uh minority owners, that disparity is huge so what is actually happening in the league you know the nfl is a lot of old money they got the old hundreds the new ones on the way right but because it's old money they typically uh subscribe to a certain belief set you know i think it was john mara uh one of the owners of the giants who talked about the taunting piece and how they had to clean up the game i'm like clean it up from what what you know I find it ironic that Mr. Morrow wanted to clean up the game, but one of his players threw a punch this past week. So uh, clean that up, uh, you know. So when we say that the NFL has came a long way, I, I haven't seen it. I've seen symbolism. I've seen cracker crumbs, but I have not seen a a full meal. I have not seen those steps being taken. I've seen poor attempts at promoting fake diversity. But here's the thing, man. If you really want to promote the diversity that you say that you want to promote, you have to change the hearts and minds of the people. You know, and again, I'm not here to call for John Gruden's job. I mean, it's already been taken, but I just find it ironic that he he makes the 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 racist comments and it's like, oh, well, you got to address a team. You got to address the media and keep it moving. But, oh, God forbid you become misogynistic or homophobic. And it's like, oh, stop the presses. You know what? You got to get up out of here, John Gruden. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. And for him, 
I don't see him working in football ever again, honestly. I don't know how he'll be able to rehabilitate his image in order to, for one, be hired as a coach. Um, no, because he wasn't good at coaching, honestly. Um, does anybody really want to see him in the booth again? I, I wasn't a fan when he was up there, but I, I don't see a company standing next to him, standing beside him and allowing him up to the booth. The only thing that's good that came out of this is that we're not talking about Herb. Herb got a pass because now we're talking about Gruden and, 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 and Gruden and his terrible missteps. So takeaways from this. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you be careful what you put what you put out to the world because you never know how that's going to be received. You never know that what you what you say in private uh, uh, can come to public. You never know if your friend uh, is going to be audited or going to be investigated, and the things that you talk to your friend about in confidence are now going to be uh, exposed to the world for them to judge you. So. Here's what I'll say, man. Be who you are. Be yourself. Just be yourself. Don't don't try to project an image of who you want the world to think you are if that's not who you are. Again, I'm not telling you to tell the world everything because I don't care what color drawers you have on. That's why you have on pants. I don't care what your private parts look like. That's why you have on pants. I don't care what your thoughts are. That's why you have a mouth because you get to speak what you want me to hear. But I, I, don't, get to, I don't get to hear the things that are going on up there that you don't want me to hear. But be careful with those things that you don't want people to know about you or about your, the, your ways of thinking because at the end of the day, if you let one person know, then the whole world could find out, and then, and then you could end up like John Gruden sitting in front of your boss, and you got to hear, You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Big baby ass.